0: Thanks for checking out the Sports Keto Wrestling podcast. If you want even more from us, get Vince Russo reviewing Monday Night Raw every single Monday night. Dutch Mantel covering AEW Rampage and SmackDown. And the biggest breaking news with you, the fans, talking about it five days a week with Top Story, all on this podcast feed.
1: It's Friday, and you know what that means. It's time for Sports Keto Wrestling's top story of the day, the Freestyle Friday edition. Today, we're going to be covering an update that Bake E provides on his devastating neck injury that he suffered back in March. Plus, we have some backstage news on the WWE draft. We also have some news that WWE was impressed by William Morrissey's appearance on AEW Dynamite, Malcolm Biven speaks out on his NXT release during a stand-up show. AEW is now going to be bringing over some trios titles. That's not the final design. That's just a concept. And AEW suffers a little dip in the ratings due to the NBA playoffs. We're going to jump to this and many other other headlines in today's Freestyle Friday edition of the Top Story. Hit the click. Click the like. Hit the like button now. Do it right now. What's up, everyone? It's the top story of the day here on Sports Keto Wrestling. Normally, Kevin will be the hosting duties, but he's on dog sitting duties today.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm I'm watching a fellow wrestling, broadcast wrestling journalist's dog. (laughs) You'll you'll get clues. You'll get clues. It is. uh, You'll get clues throughout the show.
1: That's how we know that you're a multitasker. You're not only reporting and talking about wrestling news, but you're also dog sitting. So happy Friday to you. Happy Friday to Jeremy. Guys, it's Freestyle Friday. Sound off in the comments. Get your questions in today. We're going to, you guys get to control the last part of the show, but we got tons of headlines for you today, starting with Big E. But before we get started, guys, make sure you are subscribing, liking, and engaging with the show. The more likes we get the more people get to watch it. So right now, like Kevin always does, in three, in two, and one, hit that like button and engage with the show right now. And for the latest news and headlines, head on over to sportskita.com. Let's jump in to the first story of the day, gentlemen. We have Big E, who suffered a major injury back in March on SmackDown during a match with ridge holland where ridge holland did a belly-to-belly suplex on big e big e landed awkwardly on his head uh fracturing his c1 c2 and uh he's been out of the out of the picture now for over a month or getting close to a month and today we get to see uh or get to hear a little bit of an update of what's going on with big e what's the scoop here jeremy
0: uh, Biggie uh, posting on Twitter early this morning that uh, his C1 is not healing optimally. So he's going to be stuck in a neck brace for another four to six weeks. So a little bit of a, a uh, uh, setback in terms of that he is still hoping he can avoid fusion surgery. Obviously if he has to have fusion surgery, that's going to put him on the shelf for at least a year, if not longer. Uh, but he says he's got a tremendous support system and whatever shall be, shall be. So hopefully uh, hopefully at least he can avoid the, the fusion surgery.
1: That's tough. Kevin, what's your take here, man? I mean, you got to feel for Big E, man. It's, you know, he's it's not healing as fast as he wanted. Another month and a half, close to two months, he's expected to be out. Hopefully he doesn't get this neck surgery, but what's your take here, man?
0: It's a sad situation, right? Because you don't know. He said uh, This is still... That happened in March, guys. Like, he broke his neck in March. If you've broken a bone, it doesn't heal fast. I think part of this is this disconnected sense of who we are with wrestling where we just consume so much of it at such a fast pace that we just want – we want them back right away. We want the fresh thing. We want the – like, there's so much more to this, you know, and there's so many more. And I'm, I'm not being doubtful or, or anything like that, but idealistically, he can, get, he can get back in the ring and wrestle again. But, you know, there's a lot of people who say that's a very questionable thing. I'm no expert, um, but I just think, you know, being as positive about it as you can and being as patient as you can with something like that's so serious. You know, you don't want a situation with Paige where you get back in the ring and it's more serious. You don't want a situation with, you know, I mean, I maybe you want a situation like Edge where he's gone for a very long time and maybe he can come back. Who knows? It's so much to, it's so much to see. There's so, still so much to play out. And uh, you know, hopefully it doesn't affect his quality of life moving forward.
1: I mean, I guess the most, the, the most important thing here is that he makes uh, a, a good recovery, not just a quick one, but a good recovery where he can come back into the ring and, and perform. So um, mm-hmm. best, best thoughts and wishes and high vibrations and positive vibrations to, uh, to Big E so he can heal up quickly and get back into the ring. Guys, it is Freestyle Friday. If you're just joining us, you guys get the last part of the show. For, I forgot. We got it. We don't. So we don't make need sure it. You,
0: we don't need it. We got Kevin.
1: We got Kevin.
0: Uh, guys,
1: <laughs> is, that a,
0: is that a tortilla blanket behind you? By the way, uh, that, should,
1: or, that does look like a tortilla blanket. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna be wrapped up like a burrito. Um,
0: I'm a blanket burrito. The most delicious time.
1: <laughs> Guys, remember, sound off in the comments. Get your questions in anything related to this week in wrestling. Remember, no dream bookings. We don't do dream bookings. We want to answer questions about wrestling this week. So no dream bookings, all right? So let's get into our second Is my favorite wrestler
0: going to be in a match that I want him to be in thats that isn't, uh, hasn't Kevin, been advertised Kevin, at all? Stop. <laughs> no. Stop, Kevin.
1: Stop, Kevin. Stop.
0: No. I'm going to buzzkill you right now. No, he's not. Mm-hmm. No. When is Adam Cole going to come back to WWE and kick Vince McMahon in the face? When is that going to happen? Never.
1: <laughs> uh, the draft, guys. We are getting closer to that time of year where things are happening. Uh, we're going to see shakeups being shooken up, thinking things that are going to happen across brands again. And this time we're getting a little bit more, Vincent, of, of the timeline we can expect to have the 2022 WWE Draft. What's the details on this one, Jeremy? Well,
0: take it with a grain of salt because it's coming from Ringside News, but they are reporting that the draft is set to take place in August this year after SummerSlam. Of course, SummerSlam this year for the first time is going to be in July on July 30th, and uh, there's a feeling that they're going to hold it as a lead-up to the clash at the castle event in September. So it looks like, of course, the last couple of years it's been in October, but it looks like we're going to up that time frame possibly for this year, if we can trust ringside news on this.
1: Yes. And I also saw another report where uh, Dave Meltzer also kind of gave another timeline uh, as what's going on with the draft here, but there's also another report and from, uh, from him saying that it could be somewhere around August, uh, leading up to there and then there was another report um I think it was it was it Andrew Zarian that said uh, there was going something uh, right around uh, August or July so I don't know so there's like mixed timelines again And I think we got mm-hmm. the same situation last year where we got a, a a bunch of different dates um that were kind of being thrown out there and at the end uh we found out what what, what it was but uh Kevin you buying this you buying this you think we're gonna get it right after SummerSlam i mean that would
0: be a time to do it right right before fall sweeps with television that makes sense that's when the rates get readjusted as football comes back on television and the value of what is non-sports programming gets readjusted wwe kind of borders into the spectrums of sport live live programming live sports and not live sports so it plays both it's kind of like a variety show so when you do that you kind of want to shake up you also have the issue with Fox and NBC Universal wanting proprietary senses of the rosters, even though you're sharing big names back and forth. We're going to have names from Raw on SmackDown tonight. Cody is advertised. Doesn't mean he's going to be on the show, but he's advertised locally for the live event. You have some other names that are Raw specific right now. Uh, WWE produces so much content. I know I, I don't think the rosters um, matter uh, in the long run. I mean, they matter in the short run in the sense that you can change them up and, and do some different things with them week to week, and I think there's some changes you can make, but I don't know how big of a deal it is. I, I I don't feel like the draft is as big a deal as it once was, or even was four or five years ago.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's lost some of its uh, some of its prestige. I liked when they, which was is just natural. I mean, it's just yeah, it's that's
0: yeah, yeah that's just exactly. natural with guys going back and forth. And I I mean, there's some people who are proponents of you don't need that. Just have people float from show to show, and they they don't need to be that. Yeah, have tag team championships, and women's titles for both shows, but you don't need to have rosters and stuff like that. I think for the if you're a TV partner, you want that. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're if you're paying for the show and you're paying mm-hmm. hundreds of millions of dollars for it, you want that. Uh, those, uh... And it's worth noting, you know, those WWE quarterlies came out, and WWE's in a, pos- a very strong television position. They they just made more money than they've ever made in a year, and that's coming out of the pandemic. More people watch some of their content than have watched it in a long long time with peacock and they're in a strong position here so what do they really need to change too much i think there'll be a handful of big changes i don't think it'll be i don't think i don't think it'll be like widespread massive changes yeah i don't know it'll it'll be interesting to see for sure i don't think uh there's just too many people to not do it though and but the thing was like that 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 night used to be a good night of television mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a lot of the past years it's not been that good of a show so
1: yeah yeah i think uh we haven't really seen because like when we had the 2016 wwe draft that was kind of like a big deal because it was you know from years and years of having both brands kind of united and having one champion going back and forth or, or even having uh at that time unified the world heavyweight and wwe championship um so well, and both, know, we both had-
0: shows were on one tv network too you know
1: exactly so, exactly so, I mean- so that also had a different that that was also a different uh business deal for them so Um, So we'll see what happens, man. We'll just kind of keep an eye on that. But uh, some interesting stuff happened this Wednesday on Dynamite when we got to see Wardlow face off against the seven-foot guy that can't can't be taught anything because he's just an absolute monster. And we're talking about William Morrissey. Well, he has a handshake deal with William Moore over there at, at Impact, but he made his first appearance over here at AEW. Uh, had a pretty good match, lost his match against Wardlow, but Wardlow had a tremendous uh showing uh, this past Wednesday, but we're getting word that W Morrissey actually impressed a few people over at WWE. What's the details mm-hmm. here? Yeah.
0: Andrew Zarian from the mat men podcast, uh, Uh, He said that I'm not going to say that WWE is going to take him, but I can tell you that WWE is definitely impressed by him. Uh, There's no way around it. I got a message last night while he was coming out and somebody wrote from WWE. Did you see this effing guy? Uh, And uh, Zarian also stated that he's gotten a couple of messages about him from people, people wanting to know when his contract ends. Well, uh, November, is uh, is when his contract expired and now he's on a per date deal so technically he could be a free agent if he wants of course he just wrestled on impact last night uh doing a tables match with matt cardona he's been feuding with him and brian myers and chelsea green for some time now and of course uh morrissey and jordan grace have been kind of uh teaming up as well throughout that feud so uh it'll uh It'll be interesting. I was almost expecting Tony Khan to put that graphic up after that match. I I, I thought it was coming, but not yet.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, and, not, and, and, also, go, a, go what go a ahead, position
0: Kevin. to be in. Go, I'm sorry, what a position to be in, you know, uh, from where this guy was a few years ago and the yeah. know, tough space he was when he got let go by WWE. And hell hell and of the a hell turnaround. He yeah, hell of a turnaround. Credit to him and the work he put into it. Credit to yeah. the people that helped him get there. Uh, people like Diamond. Diamond mean, Dallas Page and stuff like that, too. And uh, and it's great to see him in the condition he is. I know everyone wants to be like, ooh, WWE wants something. was like, no, the, the guy looks healthy. Yeah, let's talk to him. That's the business. Absolutely. That's a compliment to him. That's a compliment to AEW. There are guys in WWE that AEW wants. We all know that. This is the yeah. business, guys. Yeah, and, be catty? and Cass could be a, t- a completely uh, a similar situation to Drew McIntyre. Go to Impact, make Absolutely. your name. You know, go, Absolutely. go to Impact, make your name. And uh, come back to WWE, the only difference is now there's AEW now uh, where uh, that wasn't an option for Drew at the time. So, uh, or Impact. I mean, a lot of people are leaving Impact. It was just announced that uh, Willie Mack is leaving mm-hmm. Impact. Jonah announced his current run is done. He, he uh, this that literally just dropped on Fightful about 10 minutes ago. Uh, you know, obviously the door is left open there for a return where Willie Mack is leaving Impact to, to try his hand on the Indies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's certainly a sense of where we are in wrestling right now. There's desired players, but how many spots do you have? You're going to see it. WWE let some people go from the performance center. Their system is now build talent up within a system. And if we can get some free agents, let's bring them in for short-term deals. Yeah. I, think, I don't think we've seen that yet. I don't think we've seen WWE you know, bringing those people for those short-term run deals. They love the celebrities and things like that, like like uh, Logan Paul, but that's a whole different play. They what haven't the done the, the thing where
1: we're going to bring that's a caliber. Yeah, a tell what caliber. Caliber. I'll tell you They you haven't what. done the
0: thing though, where they bring in a talent from another company or an outside source, only have them for a little while, and let them go back I, out. I, I tell or- you what, that's not a bad idea to do though. Keep things fresh on your product. I, I would not. I, I would, if I was WWE, I would completely look at doing that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's been that. talked about. It's been talked about, and some rumblings of them doing that deal that never materialized with. With New Japan and MLW last year, those deals never came together. That was the premise of those deals: was to do like kind of these these shows in between with mid card talent, not the top level guys. That would be like stop gaps until they got to a bigger quarterly show, which would be interesting. You almost see what AEW is doing now with this New Japan show, which has made them a ton of money. Don't be surprised.
1: Don't be yeah. surprised when WWE responds with, a, with with some type of a crossover super show. Sometime within the year or so, because they're 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 not. I don't think they're going to want to let this go because this is probably going to be a pretty successful show for AEW and New Japan. So it already
0: is. Look at it already is right. Yeah.
1: So when they see once this pay per view airs and people digest what they just saw, WWE is going to start getting on 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 other promotions who may want to collaborate, and we may get some type of a super show that's never been done by WWE before.
0: There's already been rumblings of it. Uh, n- nothing nothing that I can fairly certain say, but talking to enough people in the live entertainment industry, in the last 72 hours, there's been some talk. Not Nothing nothing that I can say is like legitimate, but enough people where they're like, oh, if I was them, they would go here. And these aren't WWE people. These are people that have venues, people that do ticketing, people that do marketing, mm-hmm. and that have done work with WWE before. So you're talking about third-party companies, people they would work with. Um, they looked at that AEW number. It's an interesting number. Also worth noting, no matches announced for that show. Mm -hmm. And and they sold those tickets Uh, a lot of and also the secondary market through the roof on that. So, I mean, there's a lot of free agents. There's a lot of possibilities, there's a lot of new things. And if you're a W Morrissey and you're a healthy guy, get back in the business. It's a good time to do it. Uh, That secondary market's even worse. We were scoffing at tickets at 2000. Their tickets now at $20,000 right now for that thing. $20,000, which isn't going to stay. You know, that's only going to be there for like uh, maybe a few hours at the most. Uh, with and, the way the market yeah, works. They'll be lucky to yeah. get anybody to bite on that. Guys, you, you is, you're ready, you, I can tell you, you'll be able to get a AEW New Japan, the, the Forbidden Door tickets for like the 300 level in the 150 to 250 range if you want to try and do that. That's kind of where your early starting point is. Right.
1: Guys, it is Freestyle Friday, so make sure you get your comments and questions <laughs> in. Do it right now. So make sure you save all the questions because you guys get to control the last part of the show let's jump into a really important story and that is the story of one malcolm Bivens, who was recently released from nxt and uh today he had a post up on twitter where he kind of just lays it out kind of tells everybody what kind of happened and speaks out on his release what's up what are the details here jeremy
0: yeah uh, kind of a stand-up special that he did uh recently um this was uh, something that actually occurred last night, and uh, he posted a three-minute clip of uh, this video. Here, we'll show—are we showing the whole thing or just part of it?
1: We could show—we uh, could show a little bit of it. So, yeah, uh, let me let me get it ready here for everyone. Yeah, uh,
0: the major story that came out of this was the fact that he was not offered to manage Omos. Uh, he he said no. He did confirm that uh, he was offered a contract in February that he turned down. Uh but the Omas thing was uh was uh not true. All
1: right, man. So let's get uh let's get this on here. Oh, and and a brief warning for everyone to watch And there is some foul language in here, so please do not get offended. These are well, not, shit. Uh, <laughs> these are not the views and expressions of sports keto wrestling. So uh without further ado, let's uh let's play this clip. Have it.
0: Your window disappeared on that, Jose.
1: Hold on. Sorry, I thought thought I had it ready for you guys, but apparently I don't.
0: I saw it and then it disappeared.
1: Yeah, it, it was there for a moment. Hold on. Let's try it one more time, guys. I'm so sorry. That was not supposed to happen. We'll get it ready. Here it is. Boom. Alright, now we're now we're ready to go. All right. I have
2: to uh, I hate to say it, I have to control my narrative. I I Alright, so here's the truth. There's a lot of rumors, a lot of speculation. Was I offered a contract? in february yes did i say no to said contract yes um was i offered to be with almost no no one said a word to me about managing almost was i told about the main roster yes and people they think i'm crazy like malcolm you threw away millions potentially you walked away yeah i did because i didn't want to do it anymore and unfortunately i just i wasn't happy as Stan in the liver, I had a conversation with the head writer and I told him so. And then two weeks ago, I said the same thing. I don't think this was for me. And that's okay. Because your happiness is not dictated by what people say you should do. Happiness is dictated by what you think you should do. Because there's difference, right? And uh, you know, it's been an interesting few days. I'll put to you that one. Also, Julius told me I was the talk of the PC. They think I'm crazy too. All the people from the UK talking like, "What's what's wrong with the little black bloke? out did he talking about the contract? Is there a drug problem or something?" Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you can't talk shit about me just because Nick Khan forgot y'all exist. <laughs> you ain't better than me, motherfuckers. You're better than me. NXT UK is crazy, man. I'm gonna say this if you work for WWE and you wanna stay there forever, get transferred to NXT UK. <laughs> you put me number one on the FBI's most wanted list. that three families. Shoot up the Popeyes down the street. That bitch with a program with Ilya Dragon. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, you all due respect.
1: So, uh, so that's uh, just a small clip from uh, from the video that Mal- that Malcolm Bivens posted uh, earlier today from that show last night. Uh, I want to kick it to Kevin. You're in the stand-up world. Uh, what's what's your take on this uh, revealing information during a stand-up show?
0: I think it's too early to uh, review him as a stand-up, but I mean, this is a way for him, especially as someone who's Uh, a wrestling secondary personality a manager interviewer the category that i've been in and the little things that i've done in wrestling is that and then doing comedy for my extended period of time the stand is a very nice club he's a reputable guy he's funny he's been on camera he knows how to be funny can he frame an act and stuff like that i'd have to see more than that clip that clip was more about him clearing the record but also being like oh if you're a wrestling fan and you want to see me come and like roast the WWE, which isn't that bad of things with WWE. I've done he shows people. Really roasting done. Him. No, no, no. It's he's just doing jokes and stuff like that too. Uh, I've done shows so- with Jake I've done shows with Jake the Snake and he's the same thing. It's He's making jokes about his career and making light of it, but not in a way that's like disrespectful. And Mick Foley's made a, a living and doing the same thing too. It's not necessarily yeah, for like over 10 or 15 years. I mean, if, yeah. if um, Stokely Hathaway is his name, his independent name of WWE is if that's something he wants to do and get on the road, oh. it's a very unique, it's a very unique thing for him to take um, because what you're doing then is you're not, you're not booking yourself the same way you would with independent dates where it's like one show and then I go and hit a Terry. All right, I got to commit to these dates on this town. Well, what if I go and play that market, and now I can do stand-up comedy on the off nights? Yeah. All right, you're going to book me on this night, but I'm going to go and run a club and give me your B room, and I'll I'll, I'll do that. There's some comedians who were doing that for a period of time. Now yeah, there's wrestlers um, that do it. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of wrestlers that do it. I think I mean, he's in I'll a good Zip position.
1: Was, just stand up. I mean, he does stand Those, up. His brother does stand
0: I, I saw a Dolph show in Dallas. He was very, very funny. I've seen Dolph uh, numerous times and said, depending on the crowd, he'll go more wrestling. But I mean, most of the crowds are wrestling. Like he knows what he's doing. Uh, one Unless thing he's we like did, playing like, you know, different rooms. One thing we didn't, uh, we didn't see on the video there towards the tail end of the video. Uh, he gave a shout out to Brutus, Julius and yeah. Ivy. Oddly not Roddy. I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know why he didn't call out Roddy. Maybe he just didn't forget. Maybe he was in the moment. I don't know. Uh, he says I'm going Ray, to. You're miss doing them. stand up. You're in the moment. I would. He, I wouldn't say that's anything. He yeah, says. Uh, to uh, he says I'm. This going isn't to miss a Hall of Fame it. speech. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's okay. <laughs> he said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he says I'm going to miss them. Love them like they're my kids. But sometimes in life you have to move on. People have been asking me, Malcolm, is it it for you? Is it, uh, is this it as far as professional wrestling goes? For now, I have to say yes. But will I come back? Maybe maybe for the right price, and I'm, I'm hoping Tony Khan gives him that right price because he is one of the best managers in professional wrestling. Uh, he worked in Ring of Honor, so he could work at Ring of Honor. He could work at AEW. He could do both. He could manage people on both brands. I think that would be tremendous if if something happens to where he could be Agreed. a Ring of Honor manager again. Agreed. I, I
1: wouldn't agree. go there now.
0: I wouldn't go now. I, I would wait. I would wait. I just wouldn't go I, now. I, I...
1: I agree. I agree also with that. I agree that he should wait and kind of do some stuff on the side, kind of make himself a little bit more valuable and then kind of make himself into attraction where people will want to tune in to watch him uh, on dynamite. But uh, speaking of Tony Khan and AEW, we do have some uh, few news here before we jump into freestyle Friday of AEW. The first one is this right here, a trios championship. Uh, has been announced that it looks like that AEW is looking to bring uh, to fruition later this year. We do have a, a quick report on that. And then we also have a quick report on the decline, uh, declining ratings from last night due to the NBA playoffs. So let's jump into those really quick, Jeremy, before we head into freestyle Friday.
0: Uh Dave Meltzer of the wrestling observer is uh, stating that the trios championships are designed and made unknown. When they'll come to television. Uh, during a uh media call for revolution tony khan told sean ross sap that he'd be interested in bringing the titles to tv when kenny omega returns which uh you know if you if you're looking around paying attention uh, i think kenny is getting getting closer to returning uh i've said this on the show many a times uh AEW is completely built for these right now with a lot of factions, a lot of trios, Death Triangle, Elite, uh, SCU if they want to bring them back together, uh, which if you watched Rampage tonight, SCU coming back together might be a thing. I, I you, you might see Ethan turning on Scorpio pretty soon. Uh, and plus for a while now, you've seen trios records posted on the screen. So they're yeah. set up. They're completely set up for it. And I mean, if with you the ever amount watch- of,
1: with the amount of bodies that AEW has, they yeah. can definitely have a trio's championship if, if, if division. If you've,
0: if you've ever watched Ring of Honor or Lucha Underground, trios titles are a fun division, and so adding it to AEW just makes complete sense. It's another. It's another. It's another thing to add to the act that they have. It would definitely be different than what you see in WWE, and. They enjoy those big multi-man affairs over the top rope, as many topes as you can get in one match, and all over the place, it lends itself to that. They have a lot of guys that are in that cruiserweight level that can do this type of style of match. They have a lot of those combinations that have history tied to the combinations, whether it be, you know, I was talking with some people, oh, well, Kenny Omega's back, then you got to do Kenny Omega in the box, and that I think it's a little bit too obvious. If you go with Kenny Omega in the box, I think it's a bit too obvious out of the, out of the gate. But it's certainly interesting to see that you could do Kenny Omega and the Bucks. You could do Adam Cole and Red Dragon. You could do all these different combinations, which on paper are exciting. The only challenge I have for it, and I think this is a reasonable one objectively, is it's another title. It's another thing you got to get on your show. And do you have enough TV time to warrant this? Do you, does, your, does your fan base have enough um, capacity to, to process this and care about this the way you do? Some things that get lost in the shuffle. Is this something that get lost in the shuffle some, from time to time? I mean, we see it with the WWE Women's Championship over in WWE. I I, I don't want to see that happen with these, but that's the struggle of having a really stacked roster and trying to do something and balance it with everything else. We go into AEW Dynamite ratings. They're, uh we just uh, Rampage just wrapped up on T- on TBS right now, uh, and they have the NHL playoffs. They have the NBA playoffs. They're getting hammered by, by this by this. They're the, their lowest rating in months. This past week, they had eight hundred thirty thousand. Their demo number was down week to week. It was down, and last week it was down week to week because they're getting hammered by these playoff changes and also having to go up against playoff games. Uh, Smackdown's not Smackdown's going to have a lower number. It'll probably be a decent number for network television. Yeah. Demo number won't be ideal. They've had uh, 2 but million for recently, all the wrestling, but for AEW, the game they're playing is in that range of eight hundred thousand to. You know, 1.2, 1.3, so that, that's the range they're in. You know, SmackDown can handle doing a 1.8 and 1.7. That's not bad. That's not too far off. Like, their high range right now is around a 2.3, a 2.4, at least in the last year. Uh, for, for for AEW, that's bad. You know, they're, they're, their margins are important. Uh, so it's not the worst, but I think some of this is expected, and you're going up against playoffs, man. It's hard. Yeah, and it's, we've always said it with both, with all of the above Raw, SmackDown, Rampage, uh, Dynamite. You know, uh, Nielsen ratings are an antiquated system and only a piece of the puzzle now with so many exactly. other ways to make revenue. So these are more talking points than anything, but always interesting to see how they affect things. Because, I mean, w- you know, things like the Masked Singer even affect wrestling on Wednesdays. It affected oh, yeah. NXT. It affected NXT back in the day. And uh, it, it, even though. That's starting to wear out its welcome, I think, because of some of the creative changes that are flying over like a fart in church. But at the, the same booking time, and the mass singer sucks. Okay, God. let's just talk about it. It's it's terrible, man.
1: <laughs> Rudy Giuliani. I mean, come on, man. Oh man, uh, really? But, yeah. Really? It was Rudy the entire time. huh ah, terrible. All right, guys, it's that time of the show where we jump into your questions and wait, you
0: wait,
1: it's time for freestyle friday we need to upload we need, to
0: upload, oh, we need yeah. to upload some beats to this thing maybe i should create some beats for freestyle friday that we put yes you can play, you can play we, music got, I mean, we got we got we got a dancey
1: pop techno beat that we can put on while we answer these questions so drop it yeah drop, drop it drop, drop, the beat on
0: drop it drop a
1: beat on them all right guys so first uh first comment here we got a question from, I saw it from, <laughs> Ricky Garcia is asking, why are y'all live during Rampage? We're live every day at the same time, Broski, be between 6 and 6.30. That's why we're live during Rampage. Rampage can not be interfering with our schedule. Our, we are here every day at the same time, same hour, same channel. Boom.
0: Kevin's <laughs> going around in a circle making me dizzy.
1: <laughs> I'm going to lower this just a little bit so it's not say, so
0: loud. I, I thought you could change that, yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all right well there, we go. there I'm totally, we go totally
0: i am totally i'm totally gonna create
1: a beat for next week okay right, we got we got one here for steven chambers who will be the joker to wrestle samoa joe at the tournament will it be davy boy smith jr or is it miro or is it cesaro
0: number one choice cesaro because i think he's been holding a camera as a plant in <laughs> the past few weeks you
1: believe the meme you believe that meme
0: uh number two miro uh, so I think you've hit the nail on the head there, Stephen. Uh, it's going to be Miro or Cesaro. I'd love it to be Davy Boy for obvious reasons, but I don't feel like it's going to be Davy Boy. Uh, you know, Cesaro, Cesaro seems like the, the likely choice, right? But uh, it's, oh, it's God, a hell of a time to debut in AEW right now. They got Cesaro a lot of new and games Joe. Oh my God, I would, uh, Miro and Joe. I mean, I don't. We Miro and Joe. Way.
1: I think. I think uh, Miro would be my choice. Miro's been my choice for a very long time uh, and I think that will be a tremendous matchup. I would love to see Cesaro, uh, Mr. Mister Castagnoli over there in AEW but I have a feeling it's going to be Miro, especially after that, that long neck injury that he's been and, out for.
0: And speaking of that tournament going to the women's side, man, Riho and Ruby Soho in the first round that is going to be tremendous. Britt Baker oh, yeah. has a Yeah, speaking of Jokers, Britt Baker's got a Joker. I wonder who that's going to be. Athena, maybe? I don't know.
1: <laughs> uh, Matt Stoltz watching us on Facebook. Kevin, do wrestlers fart?
0: Yes. Yes, they do. They, they shit their pants sometimes. I think Stone Cold Steve Austin has a story about that.
1: Uh, doesn't CM uh, Punk have, uh, have a story about that where he shit his britches in the middle of a match against me? Yes? Yeah. I can't name names. I can't name names, okay? I can't name names.
0: So not only do they fart, <laughs> they shit. <laughs> All right. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yeah, we, we hear you perfectly. I can't name names, but I heard a story in a locker room recently in, uh, in working professional wrestling shows about someone working a show, and it, somehow that came up. And the boys started talking, and somebody said the guy <laughs> was wearing all-white gear. He, he had a Lucha mask on. They're like, thank God you had a mask on. We couldn't see your face. But he had all-white gear on and he took some type of splash or something, and it was very clear that that white deer was changing colors.
1: Ooh. There was a splash, all right. Oh, man. All right, man, we got David Chisholm watching us on Facebook. He's asking, who's y'all's favorite Chisholm underrated Chisholm damn near killed him. From the Ruthless Aggression Era. Y'all's favorite underrated wrestler in the Ruthless Aggression Era. I'll kick it to you, Jeremy. Well, thanks. Uh, <laughs> God. I'm trying to think of, like, an
0: underrated guy. I, I, Paul Burchill comes to mind because he was just saddled with a shit gimmick, uh, but he was a tremendous – him and Katie both were great wrestlers that never got their just dues. Uh, Chris Masters, another guy that never got uh, never got his just due. Uh, you know, there was always this time where it, it seemed like he would break through uh, after, like, the second time around, he'd get called back up. And, and get another shot. It just never happened. Uh, so those guys kind of come to mind first off. Kevin. I'm going to uh, – she's our guest this week on Unfiltered. Go watch Unfiltered. Uh, we have a new episode up. Uh, she's unscripted. not in the WWE Hall of Fame.
1: Unscripted. Unscripted.
0: Unscripted, excuse me. <laughs> uh, unscripted. And you need to go see it. It's a great <laughs> interview. Lisa Marie Varon, Victoria. Uh, yeah, she won titles. She won titles in WWE. She did get to have a, a spectacular match at WrestleMania. Uh, but her main role in WWE was really, for the, a majority of it, was getting other people over and, and, and being the mechanic in a storyline that makes the, the machine run. She's the William Regal of women's wrestling for WWE in terms of her toughness and her ability and her psychology. Uh, and, and, that, and that's not a bad thing. That makes stories go. Uh, and i re- i would really put her in that category especially after watching the interview and the, the, the i'm, I'm biased. i biased i i worked at a restaurant i did the, i did events with uh, lisa she's a great mind for the business i put her in there and then i would also put uh, i put chavo in there Put oh, man, you, you,
1: well. you took mine, bro. You took mine.
0: <laughs> I, I would also just because they never got true singles runs. I would put Paul London and Brian Kendrick in there. I was gu- prob- I was,
1: I, that was going to be my number two. Damn it, y'all! This is like we're on <laughs> like the same wavelength right now. But but yeah, I was going to say Chavo Guerrero was going to be one of them. I think he was uh, one of the guys that wasn't. You know, he was underrated in WWE, but he was utilizing good angles with, uh, especially with with his uh, rivalry with Eddie back in the day and. Uh, that angle also with uh with Dominic. So I think there was a lot of cool stuff that happened there. Uh but man yeah I, and also Brian Kendrick and Paul and I think that was an, also an under another underrated tag teams uh back in the day. Uh we got Chris Aldridge watching us on Facebooks asking who's going to be the Joker in the women's Owen Hart tournament.
0: Uh well not not Dakota Kai because that, that's uh well God when is it? because she only has a thirty day non compete. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When is that women's tournament start? Here we go. I got it right here. Uh, it does not say, though, on the graphic. Also, we don't know the date that they're going to have that Joker match either, you know? So that could be that could equate to a different scenario. Yeah. They get back something up. It could be somebody we've never seen before. It could be somebody who's coming back from injury. Somebody's on the shelf. A bunch of different things. Yeah, because I mean is obviously the go-to, but it could be Dakota Kai based on timing. It could be Candice LeRae, maybe. My, my thing is, like, it's just another person coming over. It's already, it's already played out. I'm not trying to be like, oh, that isn't exciting. Well, it's just no. how exciting can it be when you've had so many people come over? The Joker's a, from yeah, WWE the, the, the Joker's a normal staple though with AEW you know casino battle royal has the it degree. is but the thing is it's like the same thing with the Royal Rumble with the surprises. Can you do it every year? Do you have a big surprise every year? Now you have to have a big surprise in AEW like every two or three weeks. Well it's so like, hard to keep that going. And with the men mm-hmm. it may not even be a surprise it may be a return. So
1: just maybe a return. Absolutely James Manning watching us on Facebook Asking when will the NXT UK start having audiences again?
0: That's the Parliament. No hard to say. Really, really hard to say. Different regulations in the UK that is compared to the United States. Though they're, they've been wide open with sporting events for a long, long time. I do think the NXT UK brand is really under the radar with WWE. They have very, very good shows. They have strong, straight-up storytelling of the of the WWE brands. This is the one that's the closest to the NXT you may have remembered—the black and yellow brand. Yeah. where's a lot of straight up smash mouth wrestling personal issues because they're fighting for titles because just like stokely hathaway said that nikon doesn't know it exists <laughs> exactly. i don't know if that's true i don't know they're running yeah. cardiff right they're running the uk they're, i don't know if that's true it's a good joke though yeah it, was- yeah it
1: is a good joke uh we got a super chat from roland curtis and this will be our last question to wrap up freestyle friday speaking of the nba playoffs i don't know if you guys follow the nba but Chris Barkley has been yelling, "Acknowledge me!"
0: It is, is so funny.
1: Mainstream yet,
0: it's so funny how Charles does it too because he doesn't. He doesn't go, "Acknowledge me."
1: "Acknowledge me!"
0: It, so uh, it was hilarious. I was watching Inside the NBA rolling. I was watching that when he did that. It was because a tweet came in, um, you know, because if you ever watch Inside the NBA. Uh, you know, they, they sent in tweets to make fun of Chuck and, uh, this was making fun of some horse thing he mentioned or whatever. And, uh, the, the handle was Mr. Perfect. And I don't know if he thought Mr. Perfect was still alive or not. Uh, but he talked about, uh, some current stars. He talked about, uh, I think he talked about a couple of AEW guys and, and Roman and, and whatnot. And I thought it was pretty, pretty cool that, uh, uh, that at least he, uh, does watch a little bit.
1: Kevin, do you acknowledge Charles Barkley?
0: No, I acknowledge Michael Jordan, the greatest of all time. The Phoenix Suns got trounced back in the 90s. Uh, yeah, so throw, throw another, no, they are another skull underneath Michael Jordan's boot. Best sports show on television, though, inside the NBA. It is a very entertaining show.
1: All right, guys. Well, that wraps up another episode of The Top Story. We appreciate you guys tuning in on this Friday afternoon. Make sure you enjoy this weekend. We got the WrestleMania Backlash post-show immediately after Backlash this Sunday night. Kevin, myself, and Jeremy will be live here on Sports Keto Wrestling. Kevin, you're busy dog-sitting, but what do you got this goal going on this weekend, bro?
0: Uh, I got some cool stuff. I taped an episode of Doug Loves Movies with Doug Benson yesterday. That was really, really cool. Um, that was the thing I couldn't talk about. Uh, I did it with Colt Cabana from All Elite Wrestling, which was really, really sweet. Didn't know that was going to happen until I got there. Uh, Karina, a great comedian, was also on the show. Uh, I do talk by about way, wrestling. We do,
1: I the do the get way, some wrestling shout out. In there. Shout out to Colt Cabana for having a great performance on Young Rock as a Brooklyn brawler.
0: Yeah, he looked pretty oh, good. That, he, oh, he gives some
1: uh, details about that on the podcast
0: as well. It's a really, really cool podcast. If you never listen to Dog Loves Movies, it's very, very cool. If you like movies, it's a trivia show. It's a comedy show. Uh, we did it in front of a live audience. Uh, much like when we do the trivia challenges, I talk a big game, but fail spectacularly. Uh, and <laughs> you guys, oh, it's a little bit of a spoiler. Uh, it's very, very funny. Uh, the most fun I've ever had. It To me, it was. It felt like being on Wait tonight's to Show can't wait i it can't wait really Just really cool sure uh, i me. think the episode's link. gonna drop later this weekend on monday uh doug loves movies go follow doug benson go follow doug loves movies on twitter as well the I'll, I'll have the link up when the episode drops later this weekend great comedian oh.
1: jeremy what you got going on this weekend
0: uh gonna see a friend's band tomorrow night they're called dad oh. rock uh they play 90s and 2000 dad rock with the corn are font. you gonna get up there and do your uh vanilla ice cover no, that's with the rap band. I might get up. I've gone up and done STP with them before, and I've done Beastie Boys with them before. So I probably will do a song with them, maybe. My voice is shot. I'm supposed to do a voiceover after this, but I've been sick, and uh, I'm really hoarse, getting very hoarse right now. So uh, <laughs> luckily, Aronava said, do the voiceover tomorrow. I did, so. uh, yeah, I did,
1: a, I did a two-hour Shout out, joke.
0: Uh, go i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna go uh I'm, I'm gonna go out to lunch with mom on sunday for mother's day boom <coughs> and uh come back and watch some
1: wrestling All shout right, out guys. to the moms as always give us a follow on the twitter and instagram and on TikTok. Jose G official kevin at kev Cullum and at jb huskers make sure you are subscribing to the youtube channel we are on our way to 30,000. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys and as always this weekend when you're watching WrestleMania Backlash, even if it has a terrible finish, you have to sit back, take a deep breath, dog. Let it go. And you have to do the one most important thing, which is what, gentlemen?
0: Enjoy wrestling.
1: Yeah. Will We're I show enough. up tonight? Let me... <laughs> watch out, watch out!